Positivity leads to positive outcomes, or so we're told. Today in the Serious Soft Skills podcast, we're going to talk about the benefits of a positive attitude and offer tips for having one, even when you don't feel like it. All that and more coming up next. Welcome to Serious Soft Skills, where we help you unleash the power of soft skills. Here are your hosts, Dr. Tobin Porterfield and Bob Graham. Take it away, guys. Welcome to the Serious Soft Skills Podcast, Episode 48. If you're returning, welcome back. We're glad to have you back here again. If you are a newcomer, allow me to set the stage. I am Bob Graham, and with me as always is Dr. Tobin Porterfield. We explore soft skills in our work, our teaching, and in vehicles like this podcast and our award-seeking book, The 55 Soft Skills That Guide Employee and Organizational Success, which explains the 55 soft skills we uncovered that help people in work situations. If you are foggy on soft skills, we recommend you start with our book or our first podcast, where we break down what soft skills are and are not. This week, we're going to look at soft skill number 26, and Toby keeps really careful calculation of these. It's done by, I believe, alphabetical order. Am I correct, Toby? Absolutely. Okay, good. So having a positive attitude is number 26 on the list, but it's podcast 48. How confusing are we today? But Toby, why don't you start us off with why a positive attitude is so important to people in the workplace? Well, when we get into issues like this, I like to to flip it over and say, well, what if I don't come with a positive attitude? So let's kind of start by looking at the opposite. What happens if I bring a negative attitude to a situation? And so very specific, let's look at, you know, our team's working on something. It's just not moving forward. We're behind schedule. If I decide to come into the next status meeting and grumbling and we're never going to make it, then what's that going to do to my team? What's that going to do? Well, one thing that I've noticed is when I choose that path is that I become something of a hero for my team because they go, oh, thank goodness. Somebody understands how we feel and they kind of raise me up and it's like, let's, you know, let's revolt. Let's tell everybody we can't make it. Let's, let's, uh, let's, you know, galvanize together in our misery. And, uh, while that might feel good initially, that's really not going to help us really accomplish our mission. So, uh, it, it just doesn't work. I think a better approach when, we're struggling with something is to to come in first and recognize that yeah we're in a bad spot right now our current position uh, some people call it the elephant in the room but then after we kind of recognize where we are don't get stuck there let's move on let's figure out how we're going to overcome it and deliver it um it's a little bit of that uh fake it until you make it which which is not a term I'm particularly f- favorable of because it's um it's so insincere, but at times we need to kind of ignore our stumblings and failings and, and push forward. Um, so my suggestion is you get those those problems on the table and then you move past them. If we stick with that negative side, we're going to get them out on the table and then we're going to drag everybody into that wallowing with us and we're not going to make any progress. So, so that positive attitude, I think, really does make a difference. So it's really about confidence and control, Toby, even when we don't have it, as you say, the fake it till we make it, but demonstrating that we believe that something can be achieved and that there is a way to overcome these obstacles that always come up in every situation. It is. And I I like what you said about uh, confidence. I think it's more than just confidence in myself, but confidence in my team. You know, we were called together to accomplish this. It, It it's on our plate and who's better suited to do that than us. And sometimes 
it comes back to that fake it till you make it is, hey, guys, I don't know how we're going to get through this, but I know that we can figure it out together. Now let's figure it out. Well, and that relies on everyone's skills that they bring to the table at that point. When you say we're going to figure out things together, that really is working as a team, which is what we're really trying to achieve in work because we know a team is better than an individual in most cases. More ideas is better than one or two. And so we start to see that team approach come into play. And I think it also develops trust in that I trust that you have really good ideas that you can bring to the table. And you hopefully trust that I have good ideas that I bring to the table. And while every idea we might have might not be perfect, maybe cobbling together parts of different ideas or a spark that you give me might lead you to have a better idea or a better spark. And that leads to an outcome that's better than we could have achieved alone. Absolutely. And and I think that's a, a great example that when we're facing those type of obstacles, we have the opportunity to either, you know, just, just grumble and just wallow and enjoy our misery or the team can learn how to persevere together. And, and what's going to really benefit us in the long run if, is if we learn to kind of work through these things and overcome obstacles, we're going to be so much better of a team and as individuals and as a team than if we just throw up our hands in and, and disgust and, and say, oh, no, we, you know, this was too much. We, they put too much on us. We can't do anything. And when we talk about leadership and additional responsibility in the workplace, we have to be able to overcome challenges. So if we're constantly that naysayer, we are not going to see additional opportunities come up. It's just not going to happen because why would you put that person in a position more control if they're the person going, I, we can't do it. There's no way. It's not going to work. It can't be done. There is no way. Who would put that person in a position of leadership for a team, for a project, or a group or organization, right? You paint the picture, and, and, I, and it ties in with some of our other discussions is you've got short-term obstacles and you have long-term successes. And how are we going to get past those short-term obstacles so they don't become long-term failures, so that they become long-term successes? Oh, I like and that. even if the team doesn't really, you know, sometimes, you know, we try and we really do fail. Um, but I think we also can learn through that. We can learn to persevere. We can try all options and know that we did all we could. Can we just sort of take a second and talk about the fact that positive attitude is much more than just being happy when you come to work each day, because I think sometimes we fall into that trap that just, oh, I just love coming to work today. Everything's perfect. There's never a problem. The coffee smells so good. I love the smell of uh, our antiseptic desk cleaner. I love that the air conditioning doesn't work today. And I love that it's really humid. Boy, this is great. That's not a positive attitude, right? Right, right. That's, that's getting a little bit too far to the, uh, to the superficial and to the uh, kind of uh, painting on that face when really things are not right. And, and it goes back to, I think, that we do need to recognize and, and be realistic in what's going on. But I don't think, you know, we need to allow that to limit our potential. Could we say realistic and perhaps optimistic as well? Because I think those two go hand in hand. I'm optimistic that I will figure out a way to overcome the challenges of today. And that gives me a positive attitude towards the day. 
Yeah, but I think as a team leader, we got we need to recognize that. And and as you say that, I know you know, and our audience doesn't know all the details, but I know that you've come overcome a lot of obstacles in your life, and since you have, you have that confidence. You know that. Hey, I've seen these, you know, I've overcome a lot of things and I'm going to overcome this too. And I think as a team leader, when we look at our team, we have to realize that not everyone on our team has actually had that experience. They may have just had failure after failure after, you know, and had leadership that didn't raise them up and push them forward. They had leadership that drug them down. And so as a team leader, we need to kind of coach them through this and say, hey, look, Here's examples where, you know, I've seen this come through before. We need to stay with this. Let's let's take a break, come back to this and figure it out. And and so as a leader, we got to we have to accept that not everyone has that experience, has that confidence and we need to help instill that and and really grow them up. I I was listening to what you said at the beginning of that, Toby, and I think people are probably going, what did he overcome? What did he overcome? So let's just clear the air real quick. I'm really tall. I'm six feet, six inches tall, and I've overcome all the challenges that surround being a tall person in what I would say is a five, ten to six foot world. So I didn't want people out there thinking that I had, you know, survived some sort of cancer scare or had heart surgery or had had a lot of different job challenges in my life. That would be impractical and, and that would be distracting. So let's just stick with the height issue. How's that? That's right, and I and I live in in the five eight world, and it didn't even make the cut. So yeah, yeah, I, I live in that five eight world. But uh, yeah, I, I we we all have faced some challenges, and the ones you list, I can't imagine a person having to overcome all of those. You know, some people have learned through their experiences and through overcoming, and now they are confident, and they're like, hey, it, it puts it in context. Why don't we take a break now? Now that we've cleared the air, that I'm a. a- extremely tall and people can think about the implications of that take a short break and then we'll come back and we have some tips for how to keep a positive attitude at work let's take a short break you're listening to the serious soft skills podcast does your organization or team need help in putting soft skills to work we want to help you we do our webinars and workshops online on the phone and in person to help teams become more successful if you or someone you know could use our help Contact us at podcast at SeriousSoftSkills.com today, or you can call us at 937-SKILLS-5. Now, back to the Serious Soft Skills Podcast. Welcome back. We've been talking about the soft skill of having a positive attitude. Uh, we explained how teams, trust, and opportunities arise more quickly for people who exhibit a positive attitude. Uh, Bob, I think you've put together some more actionable specifics uh, ways that people can uh, choose to bring a positive attitude to work. I looked at things that I do that help me keep a positive attitude, and I'd like to think the people around me would describe me as having a positive attitude in all aspects of my life. And so the first one is set realistic goals and recognize when you achieve them. And I think that that's really important to do. Often we set goals and we never take a moment to say, hey, I achieved that goal. And they can be simple things. Uh, Certainly for me today, getting this podcast done is on my list of things to do. And I will celebrate that probably by going out and playing a little golf later this afternoon. So 
whatever that is, it can be a candy bar, it can be a you know goofing off, uh, checking your phone, whatever that reward is that helps you after you achieve a realistic goal. And then don't let setbacks dig into you. And this is one that I'm constantly worrying about. Uh, I find that sometimes with setbacks for me, they really drag me down for a little while and I have to really dig myself out of the hole. So I'm working harder and harder to say, okay, things do happen. Not everything's going to be perfect. What can I draw on and how can I go forward? So don't dwell on them. Just look for what you can learn from something and go forward. The next one is be grateful. And we did a whole episode back around Thanksgiving of last year about the idea of being grateful and whether it was a soft skill or not. We agreed it wasn't a soft skill, but it's really important that we're grateful to the people around us who help us achieve what we achieve. So people in my life like Toby, who has been there for me personally and professionally so many times, and I rarely tell him that. So being grateful helps us to be more positive. Smile. It's really funny that when we smile, good things happen. And they say when you meet someone, always smile. I try to remember that. I also try to remember when we do these podcasts, if you're smiling when you're talking, you sound better. The next one, number five, if you're keeping score at home, sleep well and eat well. You need to have a good machine. If you're going to operate at peak performance, you need to have a good machine, so you have to sleep well and eat well. And then the next one is one I probably take a little too more a uh, little more seriously than most people, which is laugh at yourself. I spend a great deal of time laughing at myself because I do all kinds of crazy things. Uh, and I enjoy that I can laugh about things I've done wrong or things that didn't work the way I thought they would, or just in the course of the day, having a moment for laughter. And we tend to forget about laughter, especially when things get tough. But if you can laugh through a situation, it often helps. And then the next one is really critical. Populate your life with positive people. People who are always negative will drag you down in so many ways. And when they drag you down, it's, it's even deeper into the ditch than you take yourself. So having people around you that believe in you and believe in your talents and can remind you when you're at your weakest moment or when you're struggling that, hey, you, can, you got this. You can handle this. This is okay. And then the last one, which Toby added to the list, which is don't get stuck in the weeds. Stand up, look around, and see the big picture. These setbacks are minor. Think about something that was a setback last week, and will you really remember it a month, a year, 10 years from now? Probably not. I can't remember very many things I did 10 years ago. I can remember the big achievements, but I can't remember the little setbacks. So let's not dwell on what we shouldn't. What do you think of my list, Toby? I think that's uh, a lot for our folks. I'm thinking to myself, uh, I had them written down here in front of me, but they might have to rewind uh, the podcast a little bit and back up and and run through those eight again. But I think they're really actionable. I'm glad we kind of put those together because I, I do believe that being positive is a choice and we it's much easier to make the choice to be negative for for many of us, including me. And, you know, it's it's fun to grumble and vent. Um, and I think it's even necessary sometimes, but then we've got to remember to move on. And, and, and if we vent too much, um, we'll bring the team to a point where we really can't bring them back. And so we, we can't go too far down that road. We've got to look at, at that as being a tool to 
get all the issues out on the table, but not something that's going to become a, uh, a barrier for us. We will, Toby, put those eight in the show notes so people can refer to them because it was a comprehensive list that I ran through, but I will put them in the show notes so people can access them there if they don't want to rewind uh, three minutes of their life. Well, that's it for uh, this episode of Serious Soft Skills Podcast. Uh, you can always find more about soft skills from prior episodes and insights from our book at SeriousSoftSkills.com. Next week, we'll be talking about another of the 55 soft skills, and that is understanding the ethical implications of decisions. New episodes come out every Wednesday, so until then, thanks for listening. Good day and good soft skills. You've been listening to Serious Soft Skills with your hosts, Dr. Tobin Porterfield and Bob Graham. If you like what you hear, then take a moment to review us on iTunes. Looking for more insights on soft skills? Then check out our website, SeriousSoftSkills.com, for blog posts, newsletters, and other resources. And look for a new episode of Serious Soft Skills every Wednesday.